The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Here's Brandon. Welcome back to Old Space Show. I am Brandon, and this is my co-captain, my co-captain of the Eagle, Jim. Ooh, thanks. I've been promoted. Yeah, oldness, the final frontier. <laughs> this installment of Old Space Show. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> our episode by episode travel log through the second season of Space 1899, where the moon is knocked out of orbit, wandering throughout a space population of its human built oh. colony, hoping to stumble upon a new home. Today, we are talking about the 12th episode, the A B Chrysalis. That's kind of clever. Like a C is the word following. But, anyways. Wow, you just blew my mind. A planet on which people enter a chrysalis stage when they reach their allotted span. Reborn, they attain new heights of mental and physical perfection. But for Moonbase Alpha, the planet threatens disaster. This one's directed by Val Guest. Wow. Yeah. He did right. He did one already. Yeah. I know, but he's, I mean, he made a lot of movies. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know we already talked about him in the series, but you know. Uh, written by Tony Barwick, who had written some episodes before. But our guest star um, in here for a little bit, Sarah Douglas. Oh, oh my goodness, Sarah Douglas. Superman and Superman 2. She played Ursa. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, she's got forever, like, the ori- sci-fi. The, ori- the original hot goth girl from another planet. Right. Um, if if for some reason you don't know her from that, you may know her from Conan the Destroyer. Uh, oh, yeah. Around this time, she started in the or, Dan Curtis TV Dracula movie with Jack Palance. Um, forget about Lair of the White Worm, with Ken, uh, directed by Ken Russell. Exactly. Uh, Holy, Ma- the, Holy Moses. Be the Final Battle. Uh, she was on Falcon Crest. Uh, Beastmaster 2, Through the Portal of Time, where... I guess she had a reunion with Veep star Mark Singer. And to, to tie it into something we talked about a couple weeks ago, Puppet Master 3, Toulon's Revenge. We've had two Puppet Master people in here. Always back to Charles Band. Yes, always back. Uh, but yeah, her Superman stuff, though, forever grants her Greek, or Greek mm. geek royalty as uh, she mm. appears in a lot of sci-fi TV shows and stuff yes. throughout her career. Yes. Oh. Uh, but it was very like I I think she's kind of when she does appear in this episode. If I would have told you Sarah Douglas, would you have picked up on it? Yes. Would you have been like you recognize her? Yes. I'm sorry, but you have to realize what age I am when Superman two came out. That's true. But okay. Yes, I would totally totally know it was Sarah Douglas. Sorry. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, she's not like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so the moon is. I'm a special case. <laughs> the Dietz case. Um, yes. The ABC Dietz case, right? No. Uh, <laughs> ah, the AB case of Dietz. 
So A, B, C, D, right there. <laughs> so this one, uh, we start, the moon is moving into a region of space where explosions causing massive shockwaves occur at 12-hour intervals. Uh, as Alpha moves closer, it begins to suffer more damage and sustain more casualties. Uh, to avoid That's something I wanted to ask about when they get the first explosion at the very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. They're able to evacuate everybody off of Alpha in like, all right, they say it's like, with 160 seconds to the next blast, right? Mm-hmm. right? They got everybody off in the Eagle, in the Eagles, in their spacesuits, off of Alpha on the other side of the moon so the moon can block the shockwave so they'll be okay. Right. In like a minute and a half. Minute, like, moon ain't that big, right? Is that what we're led to believe? Minute and a half. Or really. eagles are fast. Eagles are faster than moon ain't that big. And I also want to mention Alan is back. He is. Now he is Alan back. Big time. He gets t- he gets top billing among the smaller cast. And episode. Tony does not appear in this one, episode. Tony does not no, appear does in not. the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah they evacuate the far side of the moon. Uh, the command staff, along with some medical technical crew, remain on Alpha to keep the base operational and monitor incoming data. And the shockwave hits and causing damage to all the vital systems. They like get. Fucked. Like it's everybody's... one of those Star Trek things where they shake the camera and they throw stuff from off off screen. And you get like smoke in like there too, stuff. like a fog. Yeah, they throw a something fog up sparks. There. There's something throwing sparks over there. I don't know. Yeah, um, and we get awesome. Um, we get a so with twelve hours for the next one, Koenig leads a mission to a planet at the heart of a shock of the shock wave to see what is causing the blast. And so they can film a separate episode while the episode we talked about last week was being filmed. Right. So this is what they're doing. Uh, if they can be right. stopped. This episode is mostly just Koenig, Alan, and Maya. It's a great team up. I'm down with this. I like and this. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good uh, grouping. Also want to mention this episode uh, shows the one map painting we're going to get for this episode at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then shows it over and over again of the, the green planet with the uh, six moons sitting around it. Yes. And, uh, yeah, geometric fixture figures. So. The black light green planet. Every once in a while, we get a good map painting on this uh, show. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to call that out. Works of art. Works of art. Um, probably inspired um, uh, one of my favorite pet map painters, uh, Escape from New York's James Cameron. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. Wasn't he's he, barely, also... he went on to direct, he directed some stuff, but uh, he'll always be a map painter to me. I thought he was DP on Halloween 2 or something. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, so, um, so he leaves this mission uh, to see if they can see what's causing the blast and if they can be stopped before Alpha gets destroyed. They detect high energy levels on moons that surround the green planet we talked about. Uh, they decide to investigate the closest one, the closest moon, that is. So they are homing in on an energy source, and they find a small installation of consisting of five metallic structures. <laughs> Very much looking like a, a Yes album cover or something. It does! Yeah, I love it. They did that last season. There was an episode they yeah. landed on a Yes album cover as well. So this is the, the, the follow-up album. Totally. They land in their mist, and Cody goes out to look around, and he goes to one of the domes and is taken underground by an elevator, and he goes into a room filled with black and white globes on pedestals of varying heights. Well, well, if I can rewind just for a second, real yeah. quick. The um, the landing, it looks like they're landing in the middle of a Christmas uh, ornament farm. 
because they mm-hmm. all look like Christmas ornaments that are growing out of the ground. And then we get this weird, like, first-person camera from King. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He says, I'm going to put on the camera spacesuit now. And they're like, okay. And then Alan and Meyer are watching his first-person yes. uh, walking through, right? It's and not, you know, it's not, you know, usually the uh, camera shot of Kane actually is like his view. I thought it was really weird and um, haven't seen that before in the show. Yeah, it's really interesting direction there with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he's in this room with the the balls and he gets struck by a bolt of energy and knocked unconscious. And then uh, it, looks like after- a sh- it looks like a showroom for bowling balls. It does. Like there's there are these um, um, uh, plexiglass uh, stands all around mm-hmm. at different different heights who knows why <laughs> and the balls are all in the different stands and it's like if you if i were to show off like say fine luxury bowling balls that is the way i would do i would show <laughs> this year to pba head. tournament we'll show you Come yeah the- look at look at this is the nuclear firecracker ball but these yeah, these so. things move around from pedestal to pedestal, and they remind me of like the the ball from the prisoner the, attack, yeah. like the, the way they slow the, the way they filmed it felt like a mm. lot like it was like a miniature version like the at home collector right. set version um so it's also they also move in slow-mo when they bounce too like when they yes. come off the pedestal to bounce to go to the other pedestal they're not in the same shot with katie or allen or whatever whoever's no of there. course not that would just... <laughs> they just show the ball bouncing in slow motion and they use that same shot a few times too yeah um, i wrote slow-mo super happy fun ball yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, but it lands near a communication thing that gives him like a, a I call oh it. Oh my God, a, the a, communication a, thing. A space Sharpie is what I called it. Yeah, right. It's, it looks like a spirograph made out of plexiglass layers. Yes. And there's like a circle in the center of it and there's a marker sitting there. <laughs> so they, yeah, they go through all these things with shapes and then like Koenig ends up drawing like a solar system of like right. what, you know, and it points to the planet that is like earth in that solar system and then things like uh it's like oh hello um i i now know what your language is and it gives them air like suitable air to breathe there because they're sick of filming them with their helmets on Mm. and uh conan asked to speak to someone of authority to see if he can get them to stop the shock waves and the probe responds it's not possible because their masters have yet to be born Oh, I also forgot to mention, I think what Koenig is using to scan that area is a photographic light meter. Okay. It looks like one, uh, like an old, uh, like a 60s uh, light meter for photography. Probably so, is. Super yeah. high tech. I, I did note <laughs> that I, I was digging the score in this one at this point in the episode. Yeah, like, it's just like the planet of Wawa guitar. Yeah, digging it. We've landed on the planet of Wawa guitar and bongos. <laughs> So uh, it then suggests that they leave the dome, stating they're in danger, and Maya contacts them to tell them that the energy is building to a critical level. And they would go back to Eagle, but before they could lift off, it's struck by an energy bolt, and uh, they manage to get the circuits back online and lift off before their ship can be damaged anymore. Uh, Conan's like, hey, let's just go visit that planet through <laughs> these moons. We haven't got our ass kicked enough. Yeah, these moons are, you know, what they are, but that planet that'll do us in. So, and they land, and then they like really do this in. <laughs> they land, and it like sinks down like an elevator into the the surface when they land. And it's cool that the elevator is exactly the size of the eagle. 
perfect size. Like it was perfectly. <laughs> like it barely right. fit. Like it just fits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the voice of another probe tells him they have been taken to a place of safety. And when the Eagle comes to the rest in a subterranean cavern, the probe tells them that a suitable atmosphere has been arranged and they leave the ship and the probe greets them. And they find out that it's the ma- its masters have a unique life cycle in which they grow old, but instead of dying, enter a chrysalis and are reborn. So they learn that one of its masters has not entered chrysalis and has to speak to him. Uh, probe sets up a chamber for them to talk to the guardian in like a casket thing, glass, so you can see through. And the probe translates Koenig's plea to stop the next shockwave, but it's too late. The guardian has gone senile, and he must enter his rejuvenation chamber. Yeah. And, and then Alan, he like panics and like tries to stop the guardian from being taken out of the room, and he breaks the. I'm gonna smash it. Yeah, I will, I will punch <laughs> it and smash it. That's what um, Alan does then. Yeah, he breaks the seal in the casket, and then you see this like creepy looking corpse thing. Pretty cool. Um, the probe has to seal the room so the guardian can have the chlorine gas. The chlorine gas environment that he needs to survive and Alan gets trapped in there starts to suffocate so Maya turns into one of those things she uh-huh. needs to turn into and it's this so at this point I know, really specific alien I, creature that they need to advance the plot yes I don't know where you were at <laughs> vibe wise like I was in this Go but ahead. I put that I was like Maya turns into some weird alien costume thing to save Alan Reminding us that we are indeed in a season two episode of Space 1999. <laughs> I wrote Dollar Store Stack, but that's cool too. Yes. <laughs> oh, but uh, Maya, tra- so she transforms. She could get, she could breathe the chlorine gas and pulls Alan out, and they get him back to the Eagle. Koenig decides to force the probe into stopping the blast by telling it that he will give the order to destroy its master's rejuvenation chamber with the laser on the eagle if it does not comply. Uh, forget logic. Recognize desperation. I will destroy your dome if I have to. He gets beat up by a ball. Yes. So uh, it, it, it stuns him to prevent him from giving that order. Alan wakes to find Maya uncertain as to how she should proceed. Alan suggests firing the laser because... That's a total Allen move. But Koenig wake, wakes in time to stop her from doing it. He offers his ultimatum again, and she, he's, he gets stunned again. And <laughs> he keeps getting shot. He does. Uh, Allen tells Maya to fire, but is stopped by the voice of one of the first aliens to be reborn. Koenig orders the laser disarmed and is led by the probe to meet with its masters with no human equivalent I, for the names. I wrote follow I wrote follow the bouncing ball. Yes, they did follow it. I did I did think Literally. The, door, the door that uh the door that opened was kind of cool. It had like a weird pattern to it, how it mm-hmm. fit together. I was like, oh I've never seen a door like, like that three, before. Three parts, yeah. Very impractical, but it looked cool, yeah. Right. So they meet the masters, they have no like human equivalent for the name, so they are A and B. And if you're <laughs> if you're a Superman fanatic, B is Sarah Douglas Sarah Douglas. And she's wearing no clothes, and she's naked and nude. Naked and nude, covered in green gas, though. So, all right. As I said, we we have we serious we have some serious space babes from outer space. Usually, here. when you see naked naked ladies behind the glass, you got to pay. But not Koenig. 
<laughs> right. Uh, so, the, like, yeah, the naked people and the, a dude will Joey them later. But um, his name's C. Uh, but this C. fog, lighting, naked people, like the way I'm getting Lucio Fulci vibes from this. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. Of course, I'm liking it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you're you're all in. I, I did like the way this cave looked more like peanut brittle than styrofoam this time. So that there was we go. cool. Yeah, too. that was that was. So very... that's some production value. Here we go. Yeah, it's so crazy. You have these like beautiful, beautiful people quaffed in this dark room full of green gas, standing <laughs> around naked. <laughs> oh, talk, talking telepathically. It was great. It was great. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, they have to stroke Martin Lando's ego by having a have a crush on him, telling him he's so handsome. Right. So your yeah. your judgment has blinded you because you are attracted to the human. Yes. <laughs> so he's like pleading with them, and they're like, eh, I don't know. And they're like, we'll vote on it. And they're like, okay, yeah, I vote for, you know, him. And then Sir Douglas is like, nope. And they're like, well, we, we, we have to wait for another one to be born to get the <laughs> tie breaking vote. They have a brother. Have a seat. <laughs> yeah. And the, he's the guy that almost like Alan almost killed. So he's about to be reborn again. So that process is a whole lot of who knows Whoops. how long it takes. Yeah. Sorry so, about that. So she's like, I doubt he's going to like vote for you guys, but you know, we have to do it. Yeah. You killed him and stuff. And this yeah. guy see, looks like the dude from the apple. Yeah. The lead yeah. the bad guy from the apple, Albie or whatever his name was. Billy Apple. Missed. Yeah. Mr. Boogaloo's main dude. <laughs> Love that movie. You do too. I know you do. It's. I know. That's why I reference it. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so when he emerges from the chrysalis, yeah, he's he's like, no, we're not doing this. No, sorry, sorry. But they're they're mainly in voices like this more than I'm giving yeah. them. Uh, so. Even with the knowledge that Alpha has now moved out of range, Cody, you know, declines to stay. They offer like you three can stay, but you know we're gonna blow up your moon, you know. So like, yeah. it's just this is where Koenig gives his big, big speech. Mm-hmm. Yep, he he does. Is, his... I, I even wrote it down. He goes, they go why? And he's like, well, we're gonna go back to Alpha, even if they're gonna, die, we're gonna die with them. But we don't even have enough fuel to get back. Nothing. And they're like, well, why do you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Because loyalty is better than logic. <laughs> and hope is better than despair. And creation is better than destruction. He goes, I just wanted to tell you that, you seekers of perfection. Yeah, perfect people. Yes. Oh, uh, yep. So he tells him off and he leaves and. Maya and Alan are ready to face the uncertain unf- future at his side. So and they're it's in the Alpha. Sh- they're all ready to. They're yeah. all ready to die. They're Let's like really build up the tension. Yeah. yeah, and I did you notice when like there's a, there's a shot where Alan, Maya, and uh, or Koenig are they're at some like station and there's a screen that has like a chessboard on it. Did you notice that? Yeah. Or it looked like it's yeah. I was like, like okay, playing some chess while they're waiting. But um. So, okay. AB, well, AB, 
A, B, and C discuss Koenig's motivations. B and C are baffled, but A, the crushed one, seems to grasp them. So Alan manages to fly the eagle up to the narrow elevator shaft that leads to the surface, the one that fit the eagle perfectly, and they head right. toward toward Alpha with no real hope of ever reaching it or surviving the impending shockwave. John contacts Alpha. He tells later that they will not be able to make it back. He asks to be patched to the interbase system and warns the base of the gravity of the situation. Uh, oh, yeah. During this time, very, I, d- very dramatic. I, I was, yeah, loving that glow of that green planet that just shows up again here. Um, yeah. It looked like the NBC mystery movie opening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Sorry, he, go ahead. he commends everybody. Uh, like, if anybody gets good. that, God love you. Go ahead. Oh, and did you notice? Guess what? Bill Fraser is in this episode. <gasps> no. Bill Fraser and Alan Carter episode. Oh, my so God. He, he's like there when school. Tony's not, too. So that's pretty interesting. Oh, and there was a moment uh, here, hmm. just a call back to my last episode joke, when there's guys with hard hats are walking through the halls and uh, like, hey, uh, you guys happen to be with the rescue team? Because it says rescue on the back of their uniforms. <laughs> We'd never know otherwise. Uh, you guys know where I can find any rescue team people. <laughs> uh, so uh, he commends the crew for devotion to duty since they left Earth the Earth orbit. The shockwave comes, but to their surprise, it does not destroy their eagle, but increases its speed enough to reach Alpha, which the shockwave passes over with minimal effect. So, they um, they did it. Yeah, Kenny, uh, Kenny got to them. He got to them. The human factor. That's right. A human decision must have been required. <laughs> oh. Tell us of this thing called love, Earthman. Yeah. <laughs> so when they get back, Helena asks John about the alien women. Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Oh, you skipped okay. over the math joke. Oh, okay. First, there's a joke with Maya. and We keep talking about, I, I know we said this on several episodes now, yeah. how they try to end each episode now with like a little joke or a little right. like, comical stinger, right? Well, this mm-hmm. one has a double. Oh. First, Maya is trying to explain how Cyclone math isn't base 10 and that's why she can make the calculations faster than the computer. Okay. And she tries to explain it to Koenig and uh, it like baffles him. <laughs> and that's <laughs> supposed to be funny. Like he like tries to um, follow her. Like she sets it up on the computer and he's like looking at it. It confuses mm-hmm. him. He's looking at the way a chimpanzee would look at a, a gyroscope or something. And then he stands up and like tries to follow Mario to catch her and then runs into Helena. So first, okay. it was like, silly Koenig, don't you know math? <laughs> uh, bum, bum, bum. Uh, and then the second one with Helena about okay. the naked ladies in the green yeah. cast. John asked about the, she asked him about the alien women. She had heard from Alan that they were beautiful, naked, and green. And John starts to tell her that he could barely see them. But when pressed, tells Helena that he hadn't noticed that they were green. Yeah. Zing. Neither one of them worked. So yep. I guess they figured they couldn't get a quality. They would just go with quantity. Second season, over two. <laughs> there we go. That's what we do. Uh, but, Fry burger! <laughs> but Jim, I really liked this episode. It was fun. I, I This was the closest they've come <clears throat> for me to the highs and things I enjoyed most of season one. There's also... I mean, no, I mean, to justify humanity always works if they run right. well. 
There's also there's also no Tony in the episode. So is that a coincidence? Yeah. And so it's this, a big Allen episode, so yeah. I I without it's pinning at me right now, this is probably my favorite one of season two so far. Was wow. this one. Yeah. I was it's digging it was a lot of like it wasn't trying to clown around a bunch. I mean it still has season two's goofiness in there, but like mm-hmm. it was a lot of like I don't know, conversational ideology stuff like sure. it felt different than just like something that's had, on the ship and, and it had Sarah Douglas naked in it. Exactly. I mean, that was you that can't was dismiss that. So it starts at an eight out of ten right there. Uh right. but they there was yeah, there's a bit more visionary direct like you said, the point of view camera that they had, they don't use. Um and it had a lot of I don't know, it just took its time. It, there wasn't a whole lot like I didn't have a whole lot of notes in this episode. It's kind of slow moving to get what it's yeah. doing. But that's kind of what season one did a lot. It was patient and just kind of let you soak in and, and deal with some of the ideology. There's like I said, there's some goofiness here and stuff, but I kind of like what it was going for. It was very season one, like for me. So like, this was a favorite of mine of this season so far. So, and I like the Maya Allen and Koenig team up. That was, that worked for me. Throw, throw Helena in there and boom, you're perfect. I don't know why, they had to get this Tony guy and they did just bump Alan to a more prominent character in this season. I don't like, know. He missed out pictures of somebody. That's true. That's true. But yeah, we are at the halfway point now through season <gasps> no. two. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. That implies there may be an end. At some there point. may be an end. There oh, may be. Oh no. Yeah. No. Yep. Oh well. No more. Okay. So we will we will make it through there. Fryburger will take us to the end, right? <laughs> as he always does. I guess so, always, I guess so. As he always does. But uh, until next time, Jim, that does it for another Moon Buggy Adventure. Uh, where can people keep up with you? Well, on a weekly basis, I record a podcast with Daryl Taylor and Donnie Salvo called Nothing's On. And we've been doing it, I think we're up to almost episode 500 now. Uh, every week we go over the inter- the week's worth of entertainment news, TV, movie news, talk about what we've watched with reviews and recaps, and read all of your emails. There are always a bunch of emails to go through, and we love you for it. So that's the Nothing's On. That's the, the Taylor Network of Podcast.com. You can also listen to me at hhwlod.com on the Walking Dead TV podcast. Right now we're covering Fear of the Walking Dead and Walking Dead World Beyond. Uh, we've been going week by week since the very beginning of the very first episode of the very first Walking Dead show. So follow along with us as we uh, recap and review. That's at hhwlod.com. All right. And uh, hashtag bounce your balls. And I'm on, <laughs> or maybe follow your ball. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Brandon Fork, UHD, written work at whysoblue.com. There is more from the Brandon Peters show this week, but until then, Alpha out. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters show is a creative zombie studios production produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. 
additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.